This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by allowing your inherent goodness to take the lead? And not because you're a bad person, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to Be a Better Person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you keep growing. Hey, and welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate Hanley, your host and the author of the book, How to Be a Better Person, which has 401 ways to make a difference in yourself and the world. Sometimes it's the little things that can really stress you out or make you think that life is complicated. For example, getting dressed in the morning. Sometimes nothing feels right and you end up with all your clothes in a pile on the floor and you're wearing the same thing that you wore yesterday or a slight variation on the same thing that you've been wearing for weeks now. Since this week I'm talking about practical ways to make our lives simpler and lessen our stress, I thought today's guest would really be able to help us not just feel less stressed out, but also energized and put together and confident in how we feel about ourselves by the way that we get dressed. I'm talking with Scarlett DeBees, a stylist in Westchester County, New York, and author of the book, Stop Stressing About Dressing. Scarlett, welcome. It's really great to have you here. Thank you. It's great to be here and helping to reduce stress. (laughs) Well, your book is called Stop Stressing About Dressing. Why is getting dressed stressful? It seems like it should just be this like no-brainer thing. Yeah. It should be, actually, and it can be. The reason why a lot of, you know, primarily it's women who have the biggest problem and the biggest, you know, headaches and baggage about their image and and how they look is that a lot of women think that they're supposed to look like what the magazines and the TV shows are showing us or all those Instagram reels telling us how to, you know, how to button a blouse in five different ways. And then, of course, we immediately were going to look great. And the truth of the matter is that that each one of us is different and unique. And so what works for everybody else or somebody else isn't going to work for you. And it's when women try to make something that looks good on somebody else work for them, that's when the stress comes in because all you can do is start comparing and then you start telling yourself little stories like, well, if I was thinner, if I was taller, or if I was, you know, different hair color, a different color period, that that would somehow make me look better or feel better. And it really isn't. It's really about learning what works specifically for you. So the stress really is coming from comparing and then feeling less than. I got it. Yeah. I mean, to me, the stress is also, sometimes I feel like it's an issue with my clothes, (laughs) you know, like it's, um, I hear you saying that it's stressful because, you know, we wish maybe that we looked differently because our body was different. And I think that's absolutely true. Some of us do feel that way. I know that when I'm getting dressed in the morning and it feels like it's not working, I'm like, none of my clothes are right. (laughs) Why is it hard to put things in our closet that fit us, that feel good, that look good? Yeah, it's 
my clients always, you know, know now that they have fewer clothes in their closet but, than they had before, but more outfits. And that's because we tend to overbuy and having more is never the answer. And so what happens is that when you, you buy something because it's in style or you buy something because the salesperson told you it looked good on you, or you buy something because your mother or somebody else in your life, you know, you know, gave it to you or said you should have it, or it's the must have, it isn't necessarily right for you in particular. So sometimes it's better to like think more before you pull that, you know, take that credit card out or, or click, you know, online for shopping and really mm-hmm. ask yourself, do I like how it looks on me? How does it make me feel? So for instance, when you try something on and you put it on and you, you're like, well, the price is good and it's it kind of fits, so that's good. So you buy it, but did how did it make you really feel? And when you only have in your closet the clothes that make you feel good right away, I don't mean like, well, if I lose some weight or if I get some other shoes or maybe if I do this to that or that to that, then it'll work. I mean, it has to be right away that you feel like it looks good on you. You'll end up wearing it all the time. But when you bring in the clothes that are like, meh, (laughs) those are the ones that kind of pile up after a while. (laughs) Right. And the ones that you don't wear. You don't wear, right. Or a lot of women tend to buy more of what they already have, which is another big issue. The stores love it because you're spending money. But women tend to get attracted in everything in our lives, you know, whether it's relationships or, you know, the food that's wrong for us. We tend to get attracted to something that's very similar to what we already have in our closet. And that's why people discover that they have a lot of pairs of black pants or a lot of tops that look the same or, God forbid, the same top but in every different color. And and when you start having like these multiples, then you end up also with a lot of clothes but nothing to wear. Right. Well, you know, I love, I mean, it sounds like you're kind of saying that a piece of clothing is right for you if it makes you feel good in it, right? I find that sometimes I really don't know how I feel in something until I've left the house in it. (laughs) You know, there's something about like being in your bedroom and looking in your own mirror and it's like, this is great. I love this. And then you step outside and all of a sudden, I don't know if it's daylight or (laughs) the fact that other people can see you now too, but then it's like, oh, I think I feel awkward. I don't know. Can you just talk about how to know if a piece of clothing really does suit you? Well, there's a couple of things. You know, first of all, it's the fit. Something should be comfortable, but it shouldn't look comfortable. That's <laughs> important. Mm-hmm. And also it should be where the shoulder seams are where they're supposed to be. Your shoulder seam should be on the shoulder. And a lot of people buy something, it fits them, and they think the color is great and they like it and all that, but they forget to look at the little details like is the shoulder seam in the right place? Because if it isn't, it's going to look kind of sloppy and you look too big on you. It's also going to be uncomfortable. So these little things that once you start looking for them or know about them, it really helps you identify what, what you're going to like in the, in the bedroom in front of the mirror and outside. You know, <laughs> It's not that daylight changed anything. It's just that maybe as you're moving around, things feel a little different also. You know? Yeah. Yeah, but it's really about picking clothes that not only make you feel good, but also are sending the right message too. You know, do you want to send the message that you are a creative person, a professional person, or a successful person? You know, that's also important. It's not just 
is it comfortable? But, you know, are you giving the message that you want to give, especially if you're a professional? Right. Okay. I want to dive some more into these practical strategies and things to think about when we're getting dressed, but I have to take a quick break. So stay right there. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, welcome back. So Scarlett, right before the break, you were talking about not only do we want our clothes to be comfortable, although not necessarily look comfortable, which I thought was interesting. Maybe you could say a little bit more about that, (laughs) but also to think about what we want to be conveying with our clothes. And I completely agree with that. I know the importance of representing ourselves with what we wear and everything, but that sounds complicated to me. How can we make getting dressed in the morning somehow simpler? Like, do you have pointers for just like bringing it down to basics? Yeah. So the best thing to start, and this is the first thing I do with all my clients and something that we all should be thinking about is stick to certain colors. So when you know the best colors to wear, and I mean the colors closest to your face is all that matters. When you wear the colors that are going to make your eyes sparkle and your teeth and your white of your eyes look whiter and your skin tone look healthy, as opposed to looking yellow or gray or you know people walking up to you and asking if you're feeling okay, that means you're wearing the wrong color if, you, if in fact you're healthy. So when you start with the, the right colors, those all can work together. So right away, if you eliminate the stuff that's not flattering near your face, you might have less in your closet, but now you're going to have pieces that can be mixed and matched in new ways because the colors all go together. So that's a great way to start. The other thing to do is you go through your closet, take out all the things that don't fit you or that when you put it on, you go, eh, and you don't wear it. Just take them out, move them someplace else if you don't want to consign or donate but only have in the closet that you choose every morning what to wear, the clothes that you actually can wear now, that you enjoy wearing, that fit you, that don't remind you that perhaps you've gained weight. And so therefore it's like baggage. Don't keep anything in your closet that's your skinny jeans because it's you saying that it's going to motivate you to lose weight because if that was true, we would all be a size four. So the skinny jeans thing doesn't work. Don't have anything in your closet that makes you feel bad. 
So now when you have in the closet the clothes that actually fit you and that flatter you, you are going to find yourself getting dressed in a much quicker way, in a much you know less stressful way. So that's kind of like, you know, kind of general, but it really works. If you go in there, you'd be surprised how much you can take out. And you would be really surprised at how you'd have more to wear with less in there. Mm. So it sounds like you're saying have a palette, mm-hmm. which is really helpful. And then mm-hmm. also be somewhat ruthless about what stays in your closet. Yeah. Every woman that I've ever worked with in person or virtually will initially they're like, oh, I don't know, you know, if I want to get rid of anything because you've spent money on it. You know, you might have you might have memories associated with it. That's why I say you can always put it in a different closet. But when you see how you can look really good in something compared to something else in your closet that reminds you of the fact that you're not the same size anymore or looks like a period piece, <laughs> you know, then it's really time to move it out. And it becomes very freeing, actually. And you're really doing something good for yourself. You're, you're treating yourself well when you take the time to look and see what you have. And this happens all the time. People discover things in their closet they totally forgot about. Mm. Those are things like, oh my God, I forgot I had this, or I forgot someone gave this to me, or I forgot I bought this when I was in the Caribbean. And these are fun things that you can actually wear now, but you didn't even find them before because you had so much stuff in there. (laughs) Right. Something that I notice in your it's social media content that you share is that you're always wearing these amazing accessories, necklaces, scarves, etc. Can you talk about maybe how we could use accessories to make us feel like we've got that pop, but also maybe make our smaller number of clothes kind of go farther? Absolutely. Yeah. So yes, I am a little bit of a addicted person when it comes to necklaces. I admit <laughs> it. I do, I do enjoy them. They can take any outfit and make it more special. So to me, you know, accessories, and they don't have to be expensive. They can be interesting. And I, and I, you can find something in something for $20, like at a TJ Maxx kind of a thing. And you can find something for $200 if you wanted to spend that. But what I look for again is the colors that are really flattering with your features. That's very important. And you can take a basic outfit, whether it's a simple t-shirt and jeans or whatever, you know, blouse you wear and anything at all and make it look totally different by adding different necklaces and earrings. But what I really love about accessories is that they show that you are creative and they show that you have personality and they show you not like everybody else. So that when you are, let's say, in a creative field, you are showing that you really, you know how to be creative I remember once I had an uh, interior decorator come here and she was dressed in like, she was dressed really badly. And I'm like, how can you show me that you're creative if you're not even doing it for yourself? You know, so necklaces and earrings are a fun way to make you stand out in a good way, especially when you're doing networking or speaking. It's a way to show that you're not like everybody else. And to me, that's the best thing to not blend into the crowd, but to stand out a little bit. And there's so much available now in terms of accessories. And it doesn't have to be heavy, but it can be interesting. I just think it's the best way to make any outfit look different. And it's fabulous for packing. You can take two outfits for packing and change everything by just changing your necklaces and your other accessories. 
Mm. Where are some of your favorite places to shop for these accessories? Because I feel like I'm not seeing in stores the things that I'm seeing you wear on Instagram, for example. (laughs) You're not. (laughs) (laughs) I find a lot on Etsy these days. Mm. And I do enjoy supporting the artists. And I find a lot for my clients on Etsy. And sometimes that an artist might only have one of something. So, you know, you, it's really about that makes it more unique, right? So, mm-hmm. but I do think that that's a great place to get interesting pieces. Sometimes you can luck out at a TJ Maxx, but I, Etsy really is the way to go. Vintage is really nice too. Consignment shops. That's a mm-hmm. fun place to get pieces also. But I'm really big on Etsy these days. It's It's been wonderful. And especially people who are on Zoom, it's really great to, you know, use the accessories to, from the waist up, look like you cared. <laughs> right. <laughs> Is there one thing, Scarlett, that you wish more people knew about getting dressed that you wish we would keep in mind as we're getting our clothes on tomorrow, for example. Yeah, that if something doesn't work, it's not because something is wrong with you. It's just something is wrong with the actual item. And the little details on a piece of clothing that can make a huge difference that you don't even know about yet, but it could be the color, it could be the length of something, the proportion of it, it could be the shape of the neckline, all these little things, the length of the sleeve, all these little things are why when you put something on, you're like, eh, but <laughs> you wear it anyway. You know, I don't want anybody to ever think that it's them. It really is the clothes. I mean, I have a client who's, you know, double digits in size, but they're still the best dressed person in the room because the clothes they're wearing now are right for them, specifically for them. And it has nothing to do with the size. So I don't want women to put themselves down or think that it's something wrong with them. It really is the clothes. And I especially don't want anybody to think that you only can feel good and look good and be confident if you're thin. That is absolutely not true. And I really hate it when women are hard on themselves about their weight and their bodies because it's such a waste and you can enjoy life so much more if you don't put yourself down and feel bad about yourself. My big mission. (laughs) Amen. And it sounds like you're saying it pays to be picky <laughs> to like look at that shoulder seam or how the buttons come together. Yeah, yep, yep. it pays to be picky when you pay attention to the details, or at least when you know what the details are, then you really pay attention to them. You're going to find you're going to spend a lot less money, a lot less time getting dressed, and you're going to be a lot kinder to yourself. It's a win, win, win. <laughs> So, Scarlett, what have you got for people who are interested in hearing more from you and where can they find you? Oh, yes. So my website is scarlett with two T's, image.com. And if you do forward slash end your closet shame, I have five videos, very short, that will help you identify what's in your closet that you can break up with now. So it's really a guide to help you break up with the clothes that are doing you wrong. And once you can get those out, you're really going to feel a lot better and be able to see much more of what you have and start making some new outfits with things you forgot you had in there. Oh, fantastic. I'll include a link to that in the episode notes. And what about on Instagram? Where could people find you on Instagram? Scarlet Image, Scarlet with two T's. And I uh, post videos on occasion and I love to give tips. And I especially love to make women feel more confident about themselves. Everybody... Always stop stressing about dressing. (laughs) Thank you so much for being here today and sharing your tips with us, Scarlett. Thank you, Kate. Thank you. 
How to Be a Better Person's theme song, Left for Deadish, is by Junior85. The episodes are mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past five episodes and a well-chosen meme to your inbox every weekend. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com or you can tweet me at Kate W. Hanley. Don't forget the W. Or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 